like to state for the official record that I did not read Will's profile. Instant Wait, what? Right. Here's what, what happened. You messaged me. That's wild. Because I think if I had read that, I might have You're been like, like no. oh. No, it was funny. Trust me. <laughs> for another episode of Interstates and Heartbreak. So today we have a very special treat for any longtime fans of the podcast. You may remember I did a two-part episode called Finding Your Stage 5 Clinger. And I'm really honored to say I have both of the guests from those episodes here with me together to do a joint couple episode. Welcome. Yay, thank you. <laughs> Leslie, so glad to be back. Yeah, it's Will and Megan. Will, some of you guys might know me as your favorite episode's favorite episode. Your favorite episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. So, for those who might not have listened to the episode, would love to have you both <laughs> Good save. <laughs> that was Leslie's way of also including the people who it wasn't their favorite episode. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Megan Ladd, wife to Will, friend of Leslie. <laughs> was I think part one of the two-part yes, series, if that's one. correct. So I made my debut on there first, sharing our love story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah, Will husband of Megan. <laughs> I don't know why I said it. <laughs> and um, went to high school with Leslie, but I would say that we're college friends. We are college friends, yes. Yeah. For any who would like to hear the story of how we really got to know each other, tune in for Finding Your Stage 5 Clinger Part 2. That's right. Yeah. So I have brought Will and Megan here today. We've talked about their relationship separately, but I really wanted to talk about their relationship together and specifically to hone in on their experience on OkCupid. And I, if you've been listening to any of the subsequent episodes, will plug their episode honestly quite a bit and talk about <laughs> OkCupid. I've never really had an intensive experience on the app myself, but clearly they're a great success story and I wanted to hear about what made it so wonderful for them, how they found each other, and they might be giving me some tips on my own OkCupid profile later on. So yeah, just to dive in, wanted to ask the first question, why OkCupid? So Will was a longtime user, so I'll let him share his piece about that. But I was drawn to it because one of my best friends met her husband on OkCupid. And you know when that happens, like you find out about one thing and you start hearing about it everywhere. Mm -hmm. I found out they'd met there and all of a sudden I felt like everyone I was encountering who was in a happy relationship had met on OkCupid. So the thought of going on all of the apps seemed really overwhelming. And I thought I would just start there. And then I went down the rabbit hole for six intense weeks and met the stud and (laughs) it was game over. So that's kind of how I got started. Amazing. Wow. Well, thanks for calling me a stud. (laughs) 
Appreciate the romance that. is still alive. <laughs> still alive and well. Yeah, so I'm pretty experienced with the old school dating apps, I would say. All the cool modern ones that I don't even know if they're modern, but like Hinge and Bumble and <laughs> Coffee Meets Bagel, like all the ones that I feel like people use now mm-hmm. were kind of past my time. But when I was an entrant into the <laughs> online dating game... <laughs> There's pretty much plenty of fish and OkCupid were the two non-paid ones Mm -hmm. and plenty of fish in my experience was a bit more ratchet I have no clue why I just felt like the people that were on I don't want to say girls because probably guys do I don't mm-hmm. know it just it felt like a, a bit different quality wise mm-hmm. than what I was personally looking for yeah. and I felt that OkCupid tended to have more higher quality people to choose from that mm-hmm. spent more time on their profiles so that's why it was always attractive to me was because you could put uh, time and effort into building a profile, showcase mm-hmm. your personality. That's a good point. And like to what you mentioned earlier, I haven't used Coffee Meets Bagel, but having used Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, you can put a certain degree of effort into your profile, but there's definitely a max yeah. to how much you can put into it. Whereas for, for sure. like OkCupid, it seems like the limit does not exist. You can really just <laughs> not exist. Not yeah. Answer as many questions as you want, write as long of a bio as you want, so you really get that deep dive into people, which is great. Yeah, I feel like I've seen, and Megan, of course, has seen a number of our single friends on Hinge, you know, yourself included, and Mm -hmm. the way it's structured is I feel like you'll see someone's profile, and it's just kind of like, oh, this person's funny, right? Or like, Mm -hmm. they're clever, Mm -hmm. but then at the end of the day, you don't really know that much about the person, whereas with OkCupid, I feel you did get to know that, Mm. and I feel bad in the intro, she said that she met this stud, so I'm going to say, and I met this smoke show. Oh, I love that. (laughs) feel very lucky. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like young chasing out here for any bachelorette. (laughs) Smoke show is getting a bad rep right now. (laughs) Yikes. That could be another podcast. (laughs) So aside from the extensive bios, what were some of your favorite features of the app? I loved the match percentages Mm -hmm. because... So every time, at least the way it worked back then, every time you logged in, it would prompt you with some like value-based questions and you could answer them pretty quickly. I think it was multiple choice type things and you could just shoot through five in a row depending on how often you're logging in. That adds up over time. So they have a lot of data about what you like. Mm -hmm. And once you entered a certain amount, I felt like a 90% match or above, you'd like most likely have quite a bit in common with that person. I felt like they were, you were saying high quality people before we've been talking about marketing so much. I thought you were going to say high quality leads. (laughs) (laughs) That was like, that was Chris's thing, right? Yes. He was talking about like leads, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 90% or above felt like really high quality. Yes. Very qualified leads. Like the least romantic way of thinking about it. But that's the point though. I feel like kind of when you're on an app, some of the romance has gone out the window just because the romantic aspect of it traditionally in a rom-com, you don't necessarily see people like swiping. You know, yes. you see people yes. meeting against bar, all odds, or, or like yeah. running into each other, sure, or something sure. like that. So, totally. Yeah, I feel like that's fair to describe it in a sales yeah. manner. <laughs> I, I would agree with Megan. I definitely loved the match percentage component of OKCupid. I would also add, I already mentioned that you can learn a lot more about someone's personality in addition to whether or not you think they're hot, which mm-hmm. is, you know, 
vital. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to spend but, your life with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like Minor considerations. Some level of attraction. <laughs> but a big thing for me was that you could also filter and they had mm-hmm. pretty good filter. So you could filter by like height and I honestly don't remember. Age maybe. Age, oh yeah. Age. And there's a variety of filters they mm-hmm. had, especially if you upgraded mm-hmm. to the paid account, you could filter by <laughs> quote unquote attractiveness wild which is is wild wild. and so can you elaborate on how they would determine that attractiveness i'm pretty sure that on the mobile app at least at the time i think it would just be like a percentage that someone would swipe yes or Mm. or no Mm. and based on that percentage they would assign them like stars like five stars four stars so if you paid you could literally do like four stars and up oh oh my gosh so so one of my friends told me (laughs) exactly exactly so i said i said only prime i only want prime women that are four stars and up oh my gosh okay keep its choice you don't know (laughs) your percentage you don't know your rating but i think i got an email at one point that was like your stars are rising or something Ooh, like that. Okay. And I, it's like... Smoke show. Yeah. But I was like, what does that mean? But yeah, maybe they don't tell you if your stars start going down. That's weird. They sent me a photo that was like, hey, Will, you might want to try some new photos. Oh, my oh. God. No. I'm just kidding. If you have the opportunity to know, would you want them to tell you what your no. percentage was? No way. Nah. I feel like that's I, not a nice... Yeah. thing to know. I think it would be nice if they gave you like profile pointers that like, hey, yeah. maybe <laughs> include, no, like beef up your about me or yeah. like include oh, a yeah. photo with like of yourself traveling or totally. higher quality photos or Or if whatever. they could show yes. you which like one Facebook. was like getting the yeah. most likes or something. Yeah. yeah. Constructive yeah. criticism, not like, hey, you're at 50%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Were there any things at the time that you would change about the app? Hmm. Oh, one thing that I did think was a little bit sad was sometimes like you would be in a good conversation with someone or you would think it was a good conversation and then their profile would just be gone. And like, ideally, they probably found a happy relationship. So like good for them. But I think it would almost be nice. You know how AIM back in the day, it would have like the sound of the door shutting when someone (laughs) signed (laughs) offline. Like some equivalent where they were like, if they could be like, so-and-so left the building. Like this person's no longer here. They have left the chat. They have. That's fair. They have found love. It would be nice because then it's like, they didn't just ghost you. They ghosted the whole app. They ghosted everybody. So that would be nice. Yeah. I love the AIM analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's. I. I always honestly loved OkCupid. Aww. I don't really have many bad things to say about it. <laughs> it's I, like a person. <laughs> no, it is. Okay, OkCupid. Okay, we had a great relationship. Yeah. Stole my heart when I was young. Really, never let go. Oh my god. No, I. I think I might. Just echoing what you said. I almost wish it's more of a person thing. Mm-hmm. Even people that want to delete their account, there were a number of people that would just, you'd have a conversation going and then they would ghost you. Worst. Right. And I almost just wish that if some person did that on any app, whether it's Hinge or Cupid, where if they like did oh, that no. enough, they got like a little ghost emoji <laughs> <laughs> yes. next to their username, you know? <laughs> that's genius it would really disincentivize right? the ghosting yeah. behavior right like oh my oh, gosh okay. it would force people <laughs> to be 
like forthcoming about yes. their lack of interest, which totally that was one thing before I started, I was at times conflict avoidant. And so I was working yeah. on that personally mm-hmm. and I kind of made an agreement with myself going into dating that I was just going to be super honest, mm-hmm. mostly because that's what I wanted to get back yeah. in return. And I knew like what you put out is important and mm-hmm. just like a nice person thing to do. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to flex that muscle and I'm willing to let it be really awkward sometimes. (laughs) But I did strengthen my honesty muscle. There was that. I love it. Yes. So, you know, kind of talking about your own profiles, would love to hear what went into creating your own profile. What were some of the things that you were both individually looking to highlight? And what would you say were the standout elements from your own perspective? Well, Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try and hit on all the points. So I procrastinated setting up my profile because I feel like it's easy to like come under the pressure. Like you sit mm-hmm. there and you're like staring at a blank thing and you're worried about what people will think or making the right impression. 100%. And so I remember I just kind of put it off and then I had a friend in town for the weekend and she was heading back home and I was like okay we're both gonna do it tonight we'll send each other what we come up with and it just made it fun and playful and once I actually sat down to do it and I just pretended like I had fun with it it just came flooding out Mm -hmm. and I think it was strangely enough writing it for my friend like knowing she would be the one reading it yeah I was like entertaining myself with my answers and stuff (laughs) hoping that like whoever was reading it would be similarly entertained Mm -hmm. and then I really didn't end up tweaking it or editing it that much like what I wrote because it felt authentic and Mm -hmm. I was like well this is me so yeah like love that yeah hopefully it draws in someone who loves wedding crashers as much as I do. That was the goal and mission accomplished. (laughs) So sweet. To your point from before, Leslie, I wanted to highlight that I was looking for something Mm long-term, but I also wanted to bring like a lightness and a sense of fun to it. Like I didn't want it to feel like so serious or intense. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also wanted to attract someone who was playful and goofy. Mm -hmm. So... I think that was like finding that fine line between here are my intentions, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm looking for, but also keeping it not super intense. That was my main goal. Yeah. 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 No, I I love that. All of that was very accurately conveyed. I can say firsthand. I think for me, I'm 5'8", which... If you've listened to a number of Leslie's previous podcasts, you might notice that not a lot of girls being like, yeah, my dream guy is like 5'8", you know, which is fine. So Mm -hmm. my goal was to showcase my personality and mainly my sense of humor, Mm -hmm. which I feel has always been a strength. That's what I've always been told. And so I just wanted to showcase that I'm funny and that I'm playful because what I really wanted in a girl was someone who laughed easily, had a good sense of humor, was like down to have a good time and outgoing, Mm -hmm. but simultaneously was nice and smart. So that's kind of all of those things that I wanted in a girl. I was simultaneously trying to showcase those characteristics in my own profile and trying to say, hey, you can be 5'8 and still be all of those things. So, so. So I feel like both of you referenced, you know, having some jokes in there. What were some of the jokes? I'm trying to remember. I, so I listed out the Wedding Crashers rules. Yes. There's love. so many good ones. I don't know if you've ever looked those up. I knew a few of them from the movie, yeah. but they actually, on the interwebs, there's the full list. How many of, are there? 
Like it, well, there's rule number 76, like oh, play like a champion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's at least 76. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they make posters that have all of them. So there's quite the variety. I would say like probably a hundred rules if I had to guess. So wow. Wow. yeah, it's I a lifestyle and just totally <laughs> lifestyle. Like one of them I remember was like, don't sit in the corner and sulk, like draw attention to yourself, but in a positive way, like mm-hmm. things yes. like that, that I just thought were fun. But I was also like, yes to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had some Anchorman reference in there. I don't remember what it was, but I don't either. But I remember it being in there. Yeah, just I wanted little nuggets yeah. that I was like, this is my sense of humor. Yeah, it was great. Like it definitely stood out. I remember some of the jokes I made <laughs> because they were absolutely absurd. <laughs> Not like I, in hindsight, I'm almost like I can't even believe I put that on my profile. Two in particular that stand out to me was one of the sections, I guess we'll find out later Mm. tonight if this is still a section, was the six things that I could never do without. Mm -hmm. And most people would list out like family, my dog, (laughs) food, travel, you know, and it's just so cliche and boring. boring. Yeah. So what I said was each figure of my salary. (laughs) And then I said, only kidding if you are. What a flex. I know. Right. Just because I was like, you know oh, what? No. <laughs> I, I would like to state for the official record that I did not read Will's profile. Instance Wait, what? Right. In depth. I didn't read in- it in depth. Here's what, what happened. You messaged me. That's wild. Because I think if I had read that, I might have You're like, been like, uh-oh. No. no, it was funny. Trust me. <laughs> Because one of my favorite sayings and jokes to say is only kidding if you are. I do love that one. So I I just like needed to find a way to integrate that into the profile. Yeah. And just because the six things I could never do without was like so played out. I was like, this is going to grab so much attention. And I did get a lot of. (laughs) Controversial. Yeah, it was very controversial. But I got a lot of like laughs at that or whatever. So and then the other one that was super ridiculous I don't even remember the section I put it into. (laughs) I know you'll remember this one, though. I think it was you should message me if. Mm -hmm. And I said you agree with the following, that there are two types of people in this world. One, people that pee in the shower. (laughs) Two, liars. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, so dumb, but, like... But I feel like that would generate so much conversation. Like, what did people say? Man, I, I feel like people would just usually laugh. Okay. You know, okay, I feel yeah. like if it was if it was Hinge, for example, and you put that, that was, that was the type of thing someone would laugh yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Like, or I don't know what the reactions are, but. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's really funny. What? She's laughing. <laughs> yeah, Megan's I'm looking laughing. at me laughing. Because I'm like, As I definitely. As if she disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I didn't Pervert. actually. <laughs> <laughs> You get a point for that only because it's a wedding crashers line. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so aside from Will's crazy questions, what actually stood out to you, Megan, about his profile? So because I didn't actually look at Will's profile until he popped up in my messages lured me in with his <laughs> clever questions and personality. I think I just liked the lightheartedness too and mm. it felt like a personality match. Like mm. I just felt like we could have good conversations from like silly goofy stuff to real things too. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, we talked about before on OkCupid, you can get a lot of information, like go pretty in depth with your profile. So I just felt like it affirmed the vibe I was Mm -hmm. already getting. Love that. Love that. And then, Will, what stood out for you? Yeah, I I definitely really dug the energy behind Megan's profile. I could tell that she was like lighthearted and playful and goofy while still being smart. And uh, personality-wise, just to a T, what I kind of thought I was looking for in my list of check boxes, if you will. And then looks wise, you know, as as my guy Mike Jones would say, I was looking for a dime (laughs) that's top of the line. Cute face, thin waist with a big behind. Oh, no. Oh, no. All true, though. All true. Um, Also, what an amazing throwback. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike Jones, if you're looking to sponsor this episode, get those Spotify streams up. Oh, my God. Um, Wow. Maybe I'll change the intro music just for this one. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Worth the licensing fee. Yeah. So okay. most expensive episode. Yeah. <laughs> most expensive, most time consuming. Yes. <laughs> but so you guys both touched on the fact that like authenticity and like a vibe was something that really came through for each. What advice would you give to people who are filling out their own profiles of how to come across with that lightheartedness and that authentic mm. energy? I would write it like you're writing to a friend or Maybe someone that you like are imagining you have a crush on, but eh, mm-hmm. actually, I feel like sometimes that can put you in your head. So to all the boys I've loved before, exactly. Yeah. So maybe not. Rewind. I would write. Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so We're we'll back yeah. yeah, yeah. I would write like you would to a friend, like how you normally talk, mm-hmm. and have fun with it, and let your quirks like show through and mm-hmm. don't try to like uh, water your voice down you know yeah it's so funny I feel like so many of the things we're talking about tonight could be like marketing yeah <laughs> like totally. thinking of them like business wise but it's true it's mm-hmm. like speaking to authentic your people voice. yeah totally. using your authentic voice mm-hmm. and yeah yes. and like be a little bit of a weirdo mm-hmm. in whatever way that looks like to you so that you can attract your match weirdo yeah yeah and also just like thinking about experience of like you know there's so many opportunities to go on bad dates with people who it's like Mm. i would never go out with that person again at least if you put out everything that might detract people from going out with you you kind of like weed out those people early on rather than finding out on the date that they're not a match totally 100 percent yeah, great time saver if you can throw out a few things that might be, like, polarizing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah. Like, if someone's like, I don't pee in the shower, that's gross. Then you're like, well, that's not my person. And Suck you're it. a liar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't date liars, so <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, I think Megan's on point with everything that she said. Interestingly, though, maybe this is just a me thing, but I can say one of the things that she, I know for a fact, loves about me is that rather than writing to a friend, the way that I approach life Mm. in regards to like (laughs) humor, my personality is actually solely to amuse myself. Mm -hmm. I'm actually rarely trying to make other people laugh. Yeah. So I was just literally writing stuff that I was like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous. Like that six figures thing. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. But I was like, this is just, it's going to get a reaction, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just laughed, so I put it, you know. So that's how I would say is sometimes you got to be, especially, this is text only, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's like, even if you have to be a little over the top, like, Mm -hmm. 
you know, just go for it and try to be funny. If you're laughing at your own jokes or mm-hmm. like amused, then I, I personally would imagine other people are. Yeah. Yeah. And, but also if you're like not a jokester and true. being funny isn't your shtick, true, true, then true. don't true. worry about having then to be don't worry funny. About just it. Yeah. do you. Do that's you. True. That's a great point. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Clearly none of us can relate because we're all hilarious. Yeah. But <laughs> I have no idea what that's who, like. you know, are not as humor inclined, that is great. Right. You don't have to force it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's all really great advice, and I'm excited to kind of dive in. And so, like I mentioned to Will and Megan before, this is a fresh start for me because I actually had deleted the apps. It's not like one of those things where you pause it and then you come back to the same old profile. So this is really going to feel fresh. We kind of talked about some of the photos that we selected off the air because it's not, you know, the most engaging podcast fodder, (laughs) but wanted to hear what are some thoughts about things that people should highlight as they're selecting mm. photos for their profile. Ooh. Well, we are big fans. We discovered while picking your photos, I feel like we're aligned on this. Yeah. Big fans of photos with eye contact mm-hmm. and like smiling and showcasing different aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people have really great vacation photos mm-hmm. just because you're looking your best. You're in these yeah. beautiful so places. True. Like, yeah. Your life looks really glamorous. But I love throwing in aspects of your day-to-day life, like you out and about in LA and just mm. things that you like doing, yeah. you with friends, you're a very social person. But yeah, I feel like having different aspects, having it be mm-hmm. a variety. But of course, that first photo, that eye contact, man. Yeah, yeah. it's key. Yeah. It really is. I don't have much to add to that. I think she, Megan, hit the nail on the head there. I think a lot of us, especially from SoCal, have a lot of photos with shades on. Mm -hmm. So in general, you know, it's definitely okay. I'm guilty of it for sure, was in the past anyway. It's okay to sprinkle a couple in, but in general, just to show off the eyes as well, Mm -hmm. in addition to your smile. And then goes without saying, hopefully, mm-hmm. but high quality photos. Like even yes. HD is like getting to the point where like this is a 4K world, guys. I know. <laughs> so. It's kind of crazy. Like, for example, we were looking at one of my photos I and see your pores. it was a good picture. Count pores, not pixels. Yeah. <laughs> but we were looking at one of my photos and it's like, this is not an old photo. It was literally taken this year bad quality though and i'm like the cameras are just evolving too yeah. fast totally. so you have to stay current yeah 100 yeah. Ooh, and one thing that i just thought of is since there are so many filters on mm. like yes. insta stories and whatever nowadays mm. i feel like the most unfiltered version yes. of you yes like of course like flattering lighting there's mm-hmm. something to be said for that but you want it to still look like you, right? Because ideally, yeah. you're going to be meeting up with these people. and The jig is up at some the point. The jig is up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Show the real you. Again, just piggybacking off of that while we're on the business terms. Make sure that your photos are up to date mm-hmm. and yeah. just accurate. So if you've gained weight, gotten a crazy haircut or you know anything of that nature, just reflect the most up-to-date photos. Yeah. Like we were just saying, cameras on the phones have gotten so great that even if you've changed dramatically your appearance, you can literally go outside with, find a friend that has a 12 Max or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, the new new iPhone is and like go take some phones in front of like a building yeah. or some graffiti and wear different outfits and you'll look great and 
you'll have a, probably the best photo you could even put on your profile. It's so true. So, and if yeah. you're in LA, yeah. it's like there's plenty of Instagram murals. Yeah, yeah. so many walls. <laughs> there's like no excuses anymore, really, you know? There really are. Like you really should put in some effort. Although you still see, I feel like for myself, yeah. I would still see so many guys who would take a selfie in their car. Oh the gosh. car selfies for mm. me, I was always just like, why? It's oh. never a good angle. The lighting is never good. They got a car though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what if they're on the passenger side? Oh, like yeah. Ride. True. Yeah. God, I don't know. Wait, I what song the is that? Seatbelt direction. <laughs> no scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know you're making a reference and I'm picking it up. What's uh-huh. the song? Yeah. 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 But anyway, that all to say, no more car selfies. Just like, I don't know, put a little more effort in, which is great. And I also read something. So I was doing a little bit of research in preparation for this recording. And I read a really interesting article that said that a lot of people feel like they're making eye contact with you when Mm. you have that photo that's looking straight into the camera, assuming it's an engaging, smiling photograph. So you bringing up the fact that it has to have eye contact for that first photo is so huge. Yeah. I mean, when you look at someone in the eyes even in a photo mm-hmm. i feel like you get a glimpse into their being you yeah, know what i mean it's like it's so fascinating because obviously sunglasses look great but there's something i feel like you can read people's energy mm-hmm. by seeing if they have like life behind their oh, eyes yes, right totally totally yeah. Yes, well. So, random thing I just remembered. <laughs> I actually had put this on my profile at one point. I don't remember if it was on there when I met you or not. But I read this in a comm class. Mm. It was a comm major. I don't even know if it's true, but it seemed true when I read it. That in our culture, the way that we are taught to learn is mm-hmm. that we read text and images from left to right. Mm-hmm. So, you will actually stick out and be the most memorable if you're in a group photo, if you're the person on the right. On the right. Oh, because the people scan one. from left to right. Oh. So it's like, that's just like how they look across the photo. Hmm. Interesting. I don't even know if that's true. But I was like, whoa, when I read it. Yeah. And so all the photos that I put that were group <laughs> photos, I was definitely on the right. That's oh my amazing. God. I, yeah. I would have not thought that. I definitely would have thought center or left. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first question that OkCupid has asked me, they're really coming in hot introduce yourself with a short summary and it's a little intimidating only because kind of like we mentioned okay cupid is more in depth so it's not like on a tinder bio where it's like oh people are just expecting one to two sentences right or with hinge where you don't even have to write a bio you just have to answer a couple of questions so the guidance it provides is for example how would your best friend describe you and i'm at a loss what i was going to say about this is I feel like that's a really intense question to start with. Yeah. So the question was, what was the exact prompt? Introduce yourself with a short summary and then the follow-up. For example, how would your best friend describe you? Well, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Megan? (laughs) Oh my gosh. gosh. Hmm. We can convey her personality and the whole thing. Like, what kind of response would be fun Mm -hmm. in a guy's profile? Huh. That's a great question, too. I feel like I'm so conditioned to, like, the hinge style of profiles where no one has to answer that. So, what would I be looking for? Okay, so I would really, I would want something that showcases the humor. I think kind of what we've been saying. Showcases the humor. Doesn't make it seem like they're not taking it seriously at all. 
but I also don't want them to be taking it like too seriously and be super intense, I guess. Yeah. I feel like what I would expect to see, there's always that trend of guys who leave fake reviews from like their mom, like my ex-girlfriend, third grade teacher, and like things that they say and they just do a list of like fake quotes. I feel like a lot of guys probably do this. Oh, Um, I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it is until you've seen it. It's kind of played out. It's overdone. Okay. Okay. I feel like, okay, you could almost say things that showcase who you are. Mm -hmm. Like earlier, you were saying, I love to dress up for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like you can just say like little interesting, like snackable (laughs) snippets about yourself. Yeah. So you're not giving away too much, but you're like just giving all these like fun little like, yeah, taste tasters. Okay, so I have to show this. This is really embarrassing. I can't believe I'm going to admit this. But at one point, my Tinder bio was, you know, the Missy Elliott song where she's like, I'm five foot two. I want to dance with you. And I'm sophisticated fun. Yeah. I used that quote, but I put an asterisk by five foot two. And I said, actually, five foot three. <laughs> I think that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Should I do that? Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll reuse that. Because you are sophisticated fun. That's like yeah. the perfect description <laughs> it for you. It actually is. That's <laughs> what we were saying before. We're like, you're so fun, but you're also, we, we were saying well-spoken and highly articulate. Oh. But yes. I feel like sophisticated fun is like And you love to description. dance. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm validated like in that. This yes. is a perfect example of the things that we think are embarrassing mm-hmm. that are actually like so stand out. I thought you guys might be like, what the fuck? That's so weird. Stupid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. We got that. I feel like you got to throw in something funny, but informative about the Achilles. <laughs> oh my God. I, I have an answer for that. Oh, okay. perfect. Yeah. So I was going to say... Recovering from an Achilles injury, yeah. so I'm basically a female Kobe Bryant. No, but he's dead. Oh, is that not appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead, actually. I'm a ghost. I also oh, have the ghost emoji next to my profile. Exactly. Okay, well, I wanted to just no, show Kevin that I really Durant. like Kobe. Kevin Durant had an not a Kevin Durant fan, so if people try to talk to me about him, I won't have anything it to say. It would have been a great play, like, pre-February. What about a joke about an Achilles heel? Like, what do people say, like, oh, that's yeah, my Achilles yeah. heel? Like, oh. you could be like... Having an Achilles is my Achilles heel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Having a functioning do you Achilles like, is my Achilles heel. down for... I don't know. Like, was reviving my professional tennis career before I tore my Achilles? They might believe you, though. You look pretty athletic. Yeah. No one is going to believe that. <laughs> they might. They might. Wow. Yeah. You don't know what kind of <laughs> gullible gentleman that exists out in the OkCupid okay sea. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, when I saw you both just kind of stare back at me, I was like, that's not it. Yeah, that's, that's not it. We'll, we'll keep working it. We'll keep working it. <laughs> okay, well, maybe a prompt will come up yeah, that will, like... Yeah, we'll know. Yeah, well, when we know, we'll know. Okay, answer questions to calculate your best matches with the Magic 8 Ball. Oh, okay. Hey. Perfect. One of 15. Perfect. About how- <laughs> yes, these are the Do questions yes. I love. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm just going to, like, read out all the okay, answers. Please. Yes. About how long do you want your next relationship to last? One night, hey. a few months to a year, several several years, <laughs> or the rest of my life. Whoa. 
We just went from zero to 60 and yeah. three right? five. So, I mean, ideally, I feel like most One people night. are ideally, yeah. No, but I feel like, you know, most people, if you're looking for a relationship and you're a certain Plus age, yeah. yeah. That's what I would put. Yeah. yeah you don't absolutely. think it's just like. I think the wording is really funny because it's like super intense sounding. Yeah. But realistically, if that's what you're looking for, yeah. it's like honesty is. It says is long term dating best. is like what that's you think true. you're looking for. Yeah. That's you're true. not like, oh yeah, I hope my next relationship lasts three years and then ends. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So then that being said, it says your ideal person would say, and it gives me those same options, oh. I can select multiple. So. If I select several years, is that like saying? That's so weird, though. I would still put that for now because yeah. maybe it, put, like, then it's like it, people Weeds might out. want an out. Yeah. Like yeah. they might have the same reaction we just had, where we're like, "Whoa, rest of my life sounds yeah, intense." Yeah, yeah, totally. I would do both. It still okay. implies long term. Yeah, yeah. And I said that's important to me, so I'm less likely to get the one night stand. Perfect. Yeah. All right, question but two. But the people who want the one night stands probably lie about it. Right? Unfortunately. That's true. I don't know because if you're on a app where you can be matched with people who also want one night Wouldn't stands. Wouldn't you want like a less messy situation yeah. where you don't yeah. have to lie? Target niche down. Totally. Right? True. Yeah. Easier for you. Which word describes you better? I'll ask you both. <laughs> Carefree or intense? <laughs> niche down, I know. I'm just cracking up at niche down. <laughs> for you? Mm-hmm. I would say carefree. Carefree. Okay. Easily. My ideal person, I would say carefree. Yeah. But yeah. that's also not that important to yeah, me. Yeah, so. yeah. It's also, like, weird that those are the only I know. Options. I'm like, I don't right? think of, like, carefree and intense as, like, opposites. Yeah. I don't either. Because right. you can be carefree about some things, but intense about, like, work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And intense is a negative Intense is a very negative. It, you're like, so oh, right. she's yeah. intense. Yeah. There's nothing positive about that. How important is religion or God in your life? Honestly, not very important. So I'm going to put that. And then I would say I would take anyone who's not extremely religious. So Is that important to you? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if someone's extremely religious, it'll be important to them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be filtered out. Yeah. Are you ready to settle down and get married right now? Right now. Wow. They really put pressure on This is, okay, so the options are absolutely and no way, and then get married, yes, settle down, no. Wait, what do you mean? Get married, yes, settle down, no. Who's writing these? You're looking to be in a polyamorous marriage? I think it means, like, you're ready to be on Real Housewives Salt Lake City. Yeah, or, like, married at first sight. (laughs) Yeah. That is a very weird response. Polygamy joke. Get married, no. Settle down, yes. <laughs> I would say get married, no. Settle down, yes. Because, like, right now just makes it seem... No, say absolutely. Yeah. Yeah? Don't... Okay. Yeah. Don't, it's, I mean, it's not be honest, saying right? you're actually going to get married right now. I, I guess. I guess. It's just, like, Are hard you ready for me. to get married if you found the right guy? If, that's I like wish it had said I, that. But that's what the question means. That's what means. That's, that's the what intent. means. Yeah, yeah. But then when they say things like get married, yes, settle down, no, that makes it seem like it has nothing to do with the person. It's literally about marriage, you know? Like the fact that they pose that option, and I am I do agree with you. I just yeah. think they didn't word the question or the responses optimally. Yeah. You could say settle down, yes, get married, no, then. 
I'll, but then that could imply that you don't have intentions of getting married because some people don't want to get married. That's true. I don't think guys would worry about that, though. That's yeah. true. Okay, I'll select for my ideal person would say absolutely and get married, no settle down, yes. But then yeah. this is important to me. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Do you enjoy discussing politics? I would say I actually do in the right scenario. Mm. So I wish that they had more than just yes and no. When you're saying it depends on the situation, mm-hmm. like on dates or with a partner, do yeah. you want to? I think actually, yes. I guess my ideal person would say yes, but it's not important to me. Okay. Okay. Would you date someone who is in considerable debt? I would say yes if I thought the debt were justified. Mm. So like if they just came out of like med school or they just yeah. got a house, then yeah, obviously. So then, was that the an- like literally one of the answers? Yeah, no, just, yeah. If I oh, see okay. in this one, they give you an in between. Like great, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, this yeah. one is very well rounded. So I think my ideal person would say either if it were justified or no. Yeah, yeah. I don't want someone who's just like that doesn't matter. Yeah, totally. Is an astrological sign at all important? No. <laughs> Your ideal person would say no. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I just, just literally don't know. I love about that it. you're like Yikes. you don't need our input. It's fun. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Do I smoke? No. My ideal person would say no. It's important to me. Although, like, also, smoke cigarettes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ooh, should I go back? Can't I? I can't go back. Oh well. Yeah. I think when I think people say cigarettes. that, they mean like when they just leave it at just smoke, right? I usually mean just cigarettes. cigarettes. That's what I assumed. For the listeners, what if it meant weed? Oh, like for I, I know. Like I was like, wait, for what? Someone else to respond. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Listeners, like, there's someone um, pipes up who hasn't spoken but's yeah. been sitting here the oh whole time. We're recording live. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say I don't smoke weed. I would say my ideal person would say no. Yeah. But then I wouldn't click. This is important to me. Yeah. Because like, if it. someone smokes every so often, I don't care. Like yeah. if you're a stoner, I don't want to date you. No offense, but sure. And I'll just say that's important to me. Boom. Could you date someone who's really messy? The fact that it says really messy, I feel like the answer is no for me. And my ideal person, I think, would say no also. Perfect. Wow. Killing it, it, Leslie. So much clarity. Yeah. Ooh, which would you rather be, normal or weird? Definitely weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My ideal person would also say weird. Hold is up. it? Wait, maybe not important yeah, to me. Yeah, I was like, is yeah. it important? No. And also, let me ask you just philosophically, do you mean <laughs> that? Wow. That's so deep. Yeah. Like, let me ask you this. If you're at a restaurant with someone, mm-hmm. like, would you rather that the waiter described you guys as normal or weird? <laughs> okay. That's, a, that's actually an interesting question because I feel like some people might be like, I'm so weird and be like, right. I'm really quirky and out there. And I'm like, I actually don't really want to date that person. Right. It yeah. can actually be really annoying. That's why Ooh. I'm like, it's, it's one of those things where you like, initially you're like, oh, weird. Like I want to stand yeah. out or be different. But then you like, are like, oh, wait. Yeah. Some don't be influenced really... by my answer earlier where I was saying like, if you're weird, let it show. Yeah. yeah. That was more of like, be your show your self. quirks. That yeah. wasn't like be a weirdo. Me- make yourself weirder yes. because that you feel like that's a rule. No, yeah. just be yourself. Yeah. Let your freak fly, fly. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I just marked this question as irrelevant. Perfect. Then. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What's your? Oh my god. So I just selected both because then yeah. it makes it yes. irrelevant. 
Are you currently employed? Yes. Full-time job. My ideal person would say yes. Or if they're a student, that's fine. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Like, what if they're in... Med school or something? Yeah. Like, what if they're getting their MBA? Yeah. And they're rich enough to not work? That's a deal. That's ideal. So, Very She's on the record. Yeah. That's, that's not ideal. getting edited out. Yeah. I stand by that. Yeah, I'll pick those two. <laughs> Could you date somebody who does drugs? Oh, okay, so this oh, covers the marijuana. Yes. Okay, so I'll say soft stuff like marijuana, and I'll say my ideal person would say the same. Or they could say no, yeah. but then mm-hmm. it's not really important to me. Choose the better. Wait, so it's not important that they don't say yes? No, I think she's saying it's okay if someone I think yes. it's okay if someone on the says other end yes. is oh, okay, yeah. open to as it. Long as and then she sure. doesn't, then they might just be like, jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> Like she said, let your weird (laughs) shine through. question 14 to 15 so choose the better romantic activity kissing in paris or kissing in a tent in the woods both are great i would say paris is better for me but i don't care what my ideal person says like yeah well i don't know maybe like small deal breaker yeah it's like do you want to attract like an outdoorsy person (laughs) yeah so that's something that i kind of talked about recently is that i (laughs) kind of was you know attracting more people who are really into backpacking and all these things i don't know i went on a really great camping trip this summer and i don't know i think it kind of opened my eyes to how great that can be oh so last question is jealousy healthy in a relationship i would say no and I think my ideal person would say no. Yeah. But. Not even some jealousy though? Well, I think I'm gonna say it's not important to me because there is some healthy jealousy. Yeah. Like you care if someone is hitting on your partner. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm answering these too hastily, but I think I'm trying no, to No, I think, think hastily is the is way good. to go. Yeah. Like overthinking, I think, is where you can get lost in the weeds a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so I made it through those first 15, and I know we can kind of dive in further every time I log in, and I'm excited to finesse that a bit more, but I feel like that's a pretty solid foundation to get some good preferences out there, see what matches come back based on like who answers similarly. But I kind of wanted to wrap up with some questions. And so these questions I think will be helpful for anyone who needs advice with their own dating profiles. I think they'll be helpful for me as I'm diving back into this. And basically it's kind of, I would love to get your gut reactions to these dating app scenarios. And just like things that people might encounter as they are swiping or as they're conversing with matches on the app. And I want, I would love to hear from both of you to get your unique perspectives and maybe debate a little bit if there's any difference of opinion. All right, so the first question, how did you in the past or how would you answer the question, what are you looking for? (laughs) Will just gestured to me. (laughs) 
I am trying to remember what I said, but I know that the essence was I was looking for like a partner, a long-term partner, husband. Mm -hmm. Something that was really important to me was having someone to grow with. Mm -hmm. So I love like personal development, that kind of thing. And I wanted to be able to be on like a growth journey with someone. Mm -hmm. I probably came up with a less intense way of saying like, Mm -hmm. I want to be on a growth journey together. Mm -hmm. But like a companion that I also felt like my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. That I also was attracted to. Oh, love that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, not gonna get a lot of dissent, at least on this first question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spice it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that was actually one of the first things that I connected with Megan about was that we both were interested in self improvement and mm-hmm. that space and I think that was even her answer when I asked her the first question of how do you define success, she said something about you know, growing and improving over time in all these different areas. So Mm. as well as happiness. And I I thought that that was really interesting that she said happiness was something that was like really important. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people think financial success or something like that. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you would necessarily put that or not in your profile, but what are you looking for? Someone to grow with and someone to be happy with. Love that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I had just come out of a really intense, like, personal development program where there was an emphasis on, like, being so content in your own life that you don't need anyone else, right? So, Mm -hmm. I think I wanted someone to, like, share in that with. So, someone who, that's where the growth thing tied in. Like, someone who had enough ownership over Mm -hmm. their own emotional state, over their own happiness that we could, like enjoy that together versus someone looking to a partner like me to fill Mm -hmm. their cup yeah that's really important Mm. and it just takes a lot of self-awareness unfortunately which not everybody has you know i think a lot of people do kind of go into dating saying oh i really think that this relationship will help round me out or will make me happy or this is what i'm missing when to your point it's only the only really healthy way to enter a relationship is if you're happy with yourself beforehand. It's Mm. just hard for some people to realize that, I think. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, Megan, this follow-up question is actually for you specifically. I feel like a lot of times, you know, intentions could be different out there, and sometimes people are looking for something more casual. So would you get guys who would freak out when they could tell that you were very intentional and looking for something specific and more long-term? I think there are probably were guys who freaked out on the other end of their computer screens, maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But because I was pretty forthcoming about it in my profile, and I think there was even a sidebar, almost like a little recap of someone. So you'd have the profile, and then the sidebar would have a few key highlights, like how religious you were, Mm -hmm. what you were looking for, and maybe like age and height or a few things. Mm -hmm. And... I answered the questions like I was ready to be married. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like when you're pretty straight up about that, it just maybe scares off anyone who's not looking for it. Yeah. So I actually didn't really have anyone that I communicated with that mm. was like, you're looking for a relationship. I actually did have someone who very straightforward said, hey, I'm just looking to hook up. Like, mm-hmm. I see that you're looking for a partner 
like you interested and I was like (laughs) yeah I was like no but like (laughs) all right like very transparent yeah very direct but I was like it's a no but it's a no for me dog it's a no for me (laughs) oh my god well that sounds refreshing that you only had to deal with that once I will just say that was not my experience on tinder hey okay Cupid (laughs) I'm excited for you and that's why it's important sometimes to make multiple profiles in case your first shot doesn't go, <laughs> <laughs> go oh as planned. Yeah. Oh so, my god! I actually have a question for you, Megan. Yeah. Uh, that that made me think of. Did you ever use the match percentages? Because we had talked about both of us probably mm-hmm. answered a hundred questions. Yeah. Did you ever use the percentages as like a way to filter someone out? It's so like if someone sent you a decent message, but they were like a fifty percent match. I think I would look at their profile and I'd be like, I wonder why we're a 50% match if they had a good message Mm -hmm. or it resonated. Yeah. And I'd look and I would probably connect the dots of like, oh, maybe they are looking for something different or it seems like we're total opposites in this area. Yeah. And then I would filter them out if it didn't seem aligned. But I wouldn't filter someone out just because of the match percentage if they seemed like... Because you see sure. these questions are like kind mm-hmm. of random and yeah. up to interpretation. Up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so it, at the end of the day, it's an algorithm. And yeah, so I wouldn't, who knows? Like, keep an open mind. Yeah. Feel into it. Trust your instincts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the next question I have for you both is related. And I feel like a lot of times I've gotten this question on other dating apps of like, what's your experience been like on Hinge so far? Like, even worse is like, have you gone out with a lot of guys on Hinge? And I'm like, what is the correct answer to that? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So like, how would you respond if someone posed that to you while you were still on the app? Like, what's your experience been like on OkCupid? Or how many people have you gone out with so far? I don't know if it's a flaw, but I have a tendency (laughs) to give a very honest answer immediately (laughs) when asked questions on the spot. Mm -hmm. So I probably would have been like 62. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Like zero chill. Yeah. I feel like I would have just made things awkward by just saying the exact number and like, (laughs) Yeah. I love that too because it's yeah. also like, oh, she knows exactly how many. It's yeah. not like, oh, right. maybe like 50 or like, no, 62. Yeah. Updates the spreadsheet every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like. Because you were on it for longer. So yeah, no, you... a lot of people asked me that mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think I would just usually like, I don't know if this is sassy or not. I always kind of felt like. It was a, d- a dumb question. No offense <laughs> yeah. to anyone who may have said that themselves. But the reason I think it's dumb is because it's like, well, still on the Not app. that well. Yeah. yeah. You know, How's yeah. it going? Terribly. Can right? we please and change the it's, subject? It's not like you're going to like shit on people. You you know, like, man, gone out with all these scrubs, you know, yeah. like looking for someone to break the trend. I know. But, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you supposed yeah. to say? I feel like it takes the conversation yeah. in a negative direction. Just yeah. to yeah. your point, yeah. it's like the only acceptable answer that's positive is if you're like, I just joined yesterday, you know? Yeah. If you're like brand new and fresh face and you have nothing negative to say, but Do you I'd... also don't have to out yourself for being like, I haven't found a love connection on here. Yeah. I just thought of an idea. I wouldn't have said this on the spot because, as I mentioned, I answer honestly immediately. But if I had time to think, I probably would say something like, 
I've gone on a number of dates or however long, but haven't found my person yet. So yeah. I'm still looking. Yeah. Like keeping it like light and yes. not diving into the details. Yeah. Cause I think that's where you're saying it can turn into like almost like a gossip fest or like a <laughs> yeah. weird vent session where totally. like that can feel bonding, but it's like the low hanging fruit of bonding. It is. I think you can use it as an opportunity to like make a joke too. Mm-hmm. Like you could be like, yeah, like unfortunately, no one's been down to like go to Vegas and get married on the first date or like no one's been down to something that like showcases your personality too. I like that too. You know, mm-hmm. like no one's been down to, I don't know, go to a Lakers game with me. People would be down, but something, something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No one's been down to like get a California burrito with me at 1 a.m. Yeah. Or something like weird like that. That could be a really mm-hmm. smooth way to ask someone out, honestly. Oh, yeah. If you're like, yes. oh, I want to see if this person is down to do this thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm still looking for someone who's down to, and then insert date idea here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Boom. Wow. Way to spin that into a positive. <laughs> this is why I have you experts on. <laughs> Okay, so next question. So how do you respond? (laughs) Will is brushing off Megan's shoulders as well as popping his own collars. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Simultaneously. It was a very thorough gesture. Seriously. I'm not sure what just happened. (laughs) It's getting weirder by the minute. It's not on video. (laughs) I'm honestly disappointed it's not. (laughs) So the next question I have for you. What do you do when you have a great conversation with someone, it's flowing really well, and then they kind of ghost the conversation, but come back like two weeks later as if nothing happened? They're just like, hey, how's it going? Hard pass. Ooh. What if you really liked them? The way I interpret it is that they ghosted you for someone else. Mm. And again, throw back to my last episode, I may have mentioned considerations, like mm-hmm. the most important thing to me. Yeah. So even if they have a fantastic reason, like, oh, I went on vacation and like mm-hmm. didn't have internet or something. It's like, yeah, well, if we had a nice connection, it would have been nice to know you're going on vacation for two weeks. That's fair. Like that's inconsiderate to not let me know that. Yeah. I may that's intense, but that's how I would feel. That's your standard, so. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be interested, like I would have moved on at that point, but I don't know. If they said like a really nice like explanation back, I might send like a nice final Mm -hmm. message. Like like you were saying earlier, like you just like round it out and I'd be over it, but I'd be like, oh, awesome. Like I'm talking to some other, another person now, but Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Wish you the best. Yeah, good just because that. I like to like tie things up like that. But yeah, yeah, um, closure. Like if they had sent something nice and explanatory, I'd like mm-hmm. let them know. Like, look, dog, <laughs> you missed you, out. Yeah, <laughs> like that was mad rude. No, Thank you next. Kidding. Yeah, what would you do, Leslie? That's a great question. And so I told Will and Megan this story earlier off air, but I was kind of the person in that situation, not really in that situation because I didn't ghost, but I had a legitimate reason for having to cancel on someone the most last minute and then having to cancel the plan that we made after the fact. And I wanted to give an explanation Um, He didn't respond, which is fine. Even in my message to him, I was like, we have not met. So I'm sure this isn't really a big deal, but just kind of wanted to explain to you. I agree, Megan, that it is nice to close things out and kind of like not have things hanging open or like just ignore somebody. 
But I feel like I'd be over it just because so much of dating early on is momentum. Yeah. For sure. And you really do lose interest. It's like, even if you're not talking to someone else who's more interesting, that person has already become exponentially less interesting. So I feel yeah. like I would probably just... Have and if they were assuming that they were probably talking to someone else, mm-hmm. if they were more interested in someone else before, then it's like, okay, you... That's fine, but you kind of made your choice. It's yeah. like nobody wants to be the fallback. You no, know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, then there's exactly. probably going to be someone you're more interested in soon. So like, mm-hmm. yes, like, the initial spark wasn't big enough no. then. Why would it be big enough now? That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only first choice, not sloppy seconds. Exactly. All right. So this question is more from a female's perspective and not to be stereotypical i personally will speak for myself i really like it when the guy plans at least like the first date or the yeah. second date so if someone asks you out and they take the initiative to do that but then they're like so what do you want to do and pose mm. it as the male to the female mm. what would be your advice for that situation assuming that you do like someone else to plan the date i would give some mild guidance like i'm open to do something like fun and outdoors mm-hmm. or i'm open to grab a bite to eat somewhere mm-hmm. And then let them plan, like, the restaurant or plan the activity. Yeah. So, like, give some direction, but still leave it open. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's... I think that that's a good a good way to approach it Mm -hmm. when you initially asked the question my gut response was like way less helpful Mm. it was just like i want to be wooed (laughs) (laughs) that's great you know like give them woo me you know yeah Yeah. surprise and delight me it's just like come on man yeah step up your game step it up but megan yours is true diplomatic but yeah no yours was a lot more like helpful yeah well it's funny because i actually think i answered the way that i would answer to you yeah. Which is like years into a relationship. True. So I'm like trying to remember now that you say that, I'm like, I guess if you were being like new and flirty, mm-hmm. you might say something yeah. fun like that where you're mm-hmm. like, woo me. Yeah. But whatever your version of that would be when yeah. you're in that flirty mode, mine yeah. was that very practical. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm down to do something outside or like, yeah. Love tacos and margaritas. And like a fun atmosphere, like, but no, oh, no, no, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I've yeah. really been wanting to try Nobu, but like no pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of be careful what you ask for because maybe I can then just step it up and ask for some crazy high maintenance that, date now. That's yeah. what you should say. Just be like, want to go to Nobu with your boo? Oh no! <laughs> Oh my god, I need to be right. And then he disappeared down. for two weeks. It's so yeah. weird. It's like, I don't know why I keep losing them. Yeah, I suggest that. Two weeks later, hey, so I've actually saved up enough to take you out to Oh Nova. my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. So clearly, we're not talking about the guy who is in business school but doesn't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be clear. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what about. <laughs> Everyone's going to think I'm a gold digger. I know. This is great. It's great. So the next question I have, how would you divert it if they ask you out like just way too early? And that depends for everyone else. So I gave like 24 hours as an example, but like just at a point where you're like, I don't know you. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. the conversation's flowing, but I'm not quite ready to go on a date, but you want to in the future. What if you just said that? So just like, Like, hey, like the conversation's flowing. Definitely want to get to know you more. Like, let's, let's get to know let's do that first mm-hmm. let's start there yeah megan again with the diplomatic answer <laughs> yes. here's my take 
if that's how you feel, I would almost be willing to wager mm. that that's not going to be the person. Right? Oh, yeah. If yeah. that's your instinct. Oh, yeah. dang. Yes. It, because, like, to me, if someone's, like, trying to meet up that fast and, like, the connection, like, clearly isn't there yet, mm-hmm. yeah, then it's, no. like, it's almost too desperate, oh, right? Yeah, and totally. so you're kind of just, like, mm. There's some red it, It's almost, like, it doesn't even matter just because that first impression, at least for me, is, like, mm-hmm. no go. Yeah. I think if you felt conflicted on it, I would say what you said. I would yeah. just say I'm over yeah. it. <laughs> but, yeah. Will's very decisive, as we know. Yeah. Yes. A strength of his... But again, that's only if you are over it. Yeah. Like someone if within 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. If you're conflicted, I would like buy yourself some more time yeah. to gather yeah. some more data, yeah. make an informed choice. But yeah. if your gut reaction is like, oh God, like yes. this person's a creep, then yeah. I would. Oh, stage five clinger in yep. a bad way. Actual stage five clinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And yeah, speaking from experience, I think I told the story on a previous podcast just one time when I accepted that date and I didn't really know any information. Just. There was a lot that came out on that first date yes. that I wish I'd known before I went out. Yes, so. I'm a, such a fan of the pre-first date FaceTime. Yes. Yeah. Oh Read God. the vibes. Huge. It's Read huge. them through your phone screen. Clutch mm-hmm. move. It really is. I would highly recommend. I can say have utilized that tactic and I would, I'm now on that bandwagon. Yeah, the vibes don't lie. When you get on and you're making eye contact, even through your phone for a few minutes, you can feel if you'll at least have something to talk about over an hour and a half mm-hmm. dinner. Yeah. Totally. Five out of five stars would recommend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So then my next related question, opposite of them asking you out too soon, it's like they should have asked you oh. out by now. Oh. They don't. Prolong it. Yeah. And like assuming that you're in a scenario where you don't want to be the one to ask them out, you're kind of like, I was hoping that this person would ask me out. Mm-hmm. Personally, I didn't ever get too attached to any one person who I was messaging. Mm -hmm. And so I was just kind of responding where I felt inclined to or like following instinctively what felt right. Mm -hmm. And so if I was in a message thread with someone where they weren't actively engaging to, I kind of just forgot about it. And so I wasn't necessarily sitting there like, oh, like they got to ask me out. Mm -hmm. And so I think Mm -hmm. it's helpful to be in that energy of like, I'm putting my energy out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly who I'm going to end up on a date with, but like, we'll see what happens. And almost like keeping those initial options open can Mm -hmm. take the pressure off any one person Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are people who like to just chat away for a long time and might not have intentions of asking you out anytime soon. And so I guess the short version is I wouldn't spend that much time or energy there. I would Mm -hmm. just be like, okay, like just don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 And, okay, that makes sense. I think that's really great guidance. And maybe just from a guy's perspective, though, a little different. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of really good guys out there. I could name several that I'm great friends with mm-hmm. who are great guys, but maybe they're just not the most confident or assertive. And I would imagine even if you have great chemistry, they might not be asking you out mm-hmm. in, like, the right moment probably because they like you and they're nervous that you'll say no. So they're trying to keep the conversation going. But honestly, and like maybe you don't want that type of guy. Maybe you don't want a guy who's not confident or assertive, but maybe you're like, hey, these are really great guys and they're Mm -hmm. just like nervous because like they kind of like me and that's nice, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that there are ways that you could like playfully 
kind of like let them know you're interested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just so they're like less scared of you saying no. That's true. So, so for example. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> necessarily. Like, yeah. If they like make a joke, you could be like, oh yeah. Like, I feel like that'll be a really fun thing to do. Like on our first date or something yeah. like that, you know, like just something. So cute. it's like, so, yeah. yeah. So it's flirty, playful, playful mm-hmm. but also letting them know like, Dude, so, like, make it, like, clear that you're interested. Yeah. And if that doesn't move it along, it's like, okay. It's a like, lost cause. I'm jumping off the bus, you yeah. know, but. Something that yeah. just came to mind as you were talking about that, I wonder if the type of people who like to have the drawn-out conversations mm-hmm. have a match out there who like to have drawn-out conversations. Mm. And so, yeah. you might be like, mm, I want someone who's a little bit more direct and down to ask me out and put themselves out there sooner mm-hmm. but the guy who maybe likes to get to know it's like a slower burn yeah their perfect girl might also want someone who really takes that time in depth to get to know them first mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure i don't know I, this is unrelated i do agree with that but i have a question this has come up a number of times on your podcast so this mm. is towards either or both of you mm-hmm. but I've heard a number of either you or your guests say like guys like to be the ones who pursue Mm -hmm. and like they don't like it if a girl asks them out. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because personally, this is just one out of, you know, (laughs) however many billion people. Every time I hear that come up, I just like chuckle to myself and I'm like, that's so dumb. And that's literally my gut reaction every time. But then again, I'm also the type of person that would ask someone out. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe... I would think it's weird if someone asked me out, yeah. but just my gut reaction is always like, that's so silly because another, the flip side to my guidance a second ago is like, honestly, just you could probably just them ask out. them out too. Yeah. yeah. But I I'm curious what you guys beyond, think. Like, I think the stereotype or maybe not stereotype, but generalization is that girls like to be asked out and yeah. guys do the asking. Mm-hmm. I think in truth, it's just a person to person thing. Like yeah. you're yeah. either, you have a natural preference of one towards the other but i think every person is capable of doing both you just might lean in Mm -hmm. more directions and maybe like the way it's been generalized up until now is that like the guys do the asking but i'm sure there are tons of girls out there who really like doing the asking and tons of guys who would love to be asked more yeah totally I guess one question for you, Will. Sure. Prior to Megan, had you had girls ask you out? And if so, what was your feeling towards them? It's not like I can remember a single girl. I'm pretty sure that there were a few girls that, like, volunteered, like, hey, so you want to get drinks or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think twice of it. Yeah. Like, I was either into them or I wasn't. Yeah. And if I was into them, then I was like, yeah. Okay. Let's do it, you know? That's a good takeaway. It's like, if yeah. you're into the person and they're into you, it's hard to mess it up. That's true. And that, that's why I chuckle. Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I can't imagine that if you were into a girl and she's like, hey, so I'm really liking this. Like, would you want to grab drinks this weekend? That they're just going to be whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't think that's the reaction. <laughs> my personal fear, which yeah. might not be rationalized at all, but my fear is that, you know, they don't say, oh my God, you. Like, yeah, they would be into it, mm-hmm. but that it kind of shifts their perception of you, you know, because mm-hmm. it like takes away a little bit of the excitement. And this, again, is only for guys who like the yeah. taste, which might not be every guy. 
I do feel like a lot of guys kind of like that, even if it's a subconscious thing. So I would mm. wonder if like they might still be interested in you, but it just takes away some of that excitement right. of pursuit and like takes away some of the interest as a result. I think it depends on their energy yeah. and their preference. Because mm-hmm. if, totally. if you are attracted to people who take the lead more, mm-hmm. then it makes sense that you find someone who likes to take the lead more. Yeah. Like, I think it goes both ways. But mm-hmm. I definitely, mm-hmm. it sounds like I'm more similar to you where, like, I was really, I feel like I take the lead in every other area of my life that right. when it came to dating, I found that like so attractive to yeah. be with someone who would like take initiative and like yes. lead the relationship a little, at yeah. least at first, yeah. that I was consciously stepping back because I wanted to attract someone who could like step in and, mm-hmm. and do that yeah. with me. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense that maybe it is just kind of what you're attracting and that really impacts the experience you're going to have in that regard. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like this was really helpful. And honestly, I feel like it's all just great advice. And I think the main takeaway, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is really just kind of like you have to just own whatever your personality is, own whatever your standard is. It's not really like there's a correct answer to things. It's more just like knowing what you want and what you're looking for and sticking to that. And so I think that's a great message for everyone to take away as they're navigating this online dating world. So well-spoken. We say it all the time. We say it all the time. Stop. We're like, she's so articulate. (laughs) Truly is. Wait, Leslie, was that the last question? Yes. I prepared something for you. Prepare to speak. (laughs) Just because you've never been on the receiving end of that. Right? You're right. I never get to answer these. You never get to answer them. So if you have any, by all means. But I'm going to say red flag or deal breaker. You're getting along super well with the guy Mm -hmm. through messages and then you look on the profile and you see that they're five seven that is definitely not a deal breaker yeah i would still go out with them of course five five hmm um two inches taller than you yeah that is still two inches well they're the same height answer carefully (laughs) (laughs) and i was gonna say i wear heels a lot but i'm like in a boot i literally (laughs) so i would say it's only a red flag it's not a deal breaker okay yeah we like really put the pressure on (laughs) i know exactly exactly let's see red flag or deal breaker 25 percent match on okcupid red flag i think similar to what megan said earlier like if they reached out to me and the opening message were intriguing enough for me to engage in conversation, I'd be like, okay, let's see where this conversation takes us. Yeah, like what if that 25% is just really solid? Yeah. And also with only 15 questions, I could see that happening. Maybe we both only answered the first 15. Yeah. One thing, I don't know if they still do it, but one thing OkCupid used to do was assign you adjectives based on- Oh my gosh, yes. And so I remember skipping all of the like really intimate questions because I did not want that (laughs) out there for all these randos to see. And so two of the adjectives were naive (laughs) and innocent. (laughs) It was like friendly, naive, innocent. And I was like, what? And you can't edit them. They just sign you them. crazy that you can't be like, I don't want that to show up. Yes, I'm like, no, like paint me in a better light here. Whatever. That's it scared so, away the pervs. That's true. Wait, what were your <laughs> adjectives? <laughs> I actually don't remember mine. I honestly. Wow. It's been yeah. it's been a min. That's fair. 
Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can come up with any more on the spot, but uh, I'm going to say red flag or deal breaker. <laughs> All six photos are car selfies. No, that's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Deal, hard deal, even hard if they have breaker. like a gray profile. No, I feel like that person is so self-absorbed and that's like really douchey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Car okay. selfies? No. All photos are with girls. Every photo. Like what kind of photos? Like they're clearly friends or is it like, is this an ad? Unclear. Or- Hmm. Wow. Is the rest of the profile pretty great? <laughs> it's solid. I would be... But there's one, there's <laughs> one girl that's in four photos, and oh it's just him and one God. girl. Well, that's <laughs> actually... That would, maybe make, that would make me be like, oh, this is like his best friend. True, true. Mm. So I would say okay. that's a red flag. Okay. All photos... Or with the cat. Oh my god. That same article that I read earlier, it was funny. saying that men who have photos with cats are or no, people who have photos with cats are less likely to get swept right on. Than people who have photos with like Dogs. no animal. Oh. No, no animal at all. Really? So like no animal is better than a cat to some oh. people. All photos are with a cat? Yeah. Not the same. That's kinda of funny though. I would not say the same cat. It's a different cat. <laughs> Honestly, that's a green flag. I would be like, this person's hilarious. Oh, like, do Until I realize that all the cats belong to him, then I would oh, be out. Yes. But I feel like a profile where the guy poses with cats in every photo would be really funny. Some people pay for calendars that just have men with cats. That's true. Wow. That's a thing for some people. It is. <laughs> for some people. But no, I would swipe right. I would say that's really funny. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker? The person is not down to fly on planes. Oh. Mm, deal breaker. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's too important for me to give up. Yeah. Wow. Even during COVID. Red flag or deal breaker. <laughs> they hate Christmas lights. They hate them? <laughs> like, <laughs> like in like a, like they're a different religion kind of No, way, like, like they just, ha- like you're like, oh, I love this time of year. I love Christmas lights. Oh, and they're like, I hate Christmas lights. They hate lights. like festivities. They hate happiness. In, that for, in the form of Christmas lights. Okay, so this is kind of related, and I did tell the story in another <laughs> recording, so I'll keep it brief, but I dated someone who was Jewish and in the beginning said they weren't super religious, and then it came out that he was like, I would never have a Christmas tree in my home. And to me, that seems incongruous with the statement that yeah. you're not really religious, because it's like, obviously, we weren't at the stage where we would even talk about living together yet. Yeah. But for me, I would be like, theoretically, I'd be down to celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas, you know, and I'm also, like I mentioned, not that religious. Yeah, totally. I just love having a Christmas tree. So I feel like it's a very similar thing. It is. Um, I'm staring at our Christmas tree right now, and I'm thinking, I could um, never do without you. I know. It's always so sad on like January. <laughs> second or third when I have to take it down. That is like one of the saddest days of the year. Wait, let me interject. Let's give this random girl a shout out. Some random girl found Megan's Instagram. Like random (laughs) girl added her on Instagram. She had recently posted a photo of our fully decorated tree. And I mean, Leslie, I think you'd agree. It's like very nice and like pretty looking. And it's in like a corner. And this random girl, she just comments, why is your house so empty? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What and the I, hell? We both just died because we're like, so that's funny. so weird. Of all the things to focus on. Yeah. yeah. See, what? I bet she hates Christmas lights. Yeah, truly. exactly. Red no. flag or deal breaker. Red flag or deal breaker. Michigan girl. <laughs> mm, that girl is weird. That's a yeah. deal breaker. Yeah. But I would say for the Christmas lights, 
That's a red flag. The tree. The tree, I don't know. That's that, that's a little bit fresh, so I don't know if I can comment on that at the moment. That's but a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. Just oh, this is, it's fresh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oops. Okay, we can skip for now. You get a pass for now. Oh, <laughs> New tagline. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. Oh, man. Red flag or deal breaker? They're never willing to watch... The Bachelor or The Bachelorette with you ever. That's a red flag. It's okay. Okay. I can just watch mm-hmm. with my girlfriends. Yeah. Okay. But they think it's stupid too. I mean, is it to the point where they judge me and think I'm yeah. stupid for watching it? Mm-hmm. They probably you thought it was stupid. Me. I did. Did you? But I didn't judge you for watching it. You thought it was That's stupid, Mr. Gossip Girl? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't actually like know what it was though. Okay. I'd okay. only seen like people mocking it mm. in other shows. Yeah. And it was easy to mock. Really I think the distinction is someone who might think it's stupid but wouldn't judge you like a non yes. exactly. person. Yes. Yeah. If and I love gonna, it now for the listeners. For the record. For yeah. the listeners. I have some loyal fans out there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank if, you. Thank you, everyone. If they were going to think less of me, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Because I don't fair. want someone to judge me or be that judgmental even. You know, it's like I'm sure that whoever I date in the future is going to like some things that I'm like, I don't understand that at all. But I'm not going to look down on them for liking them. Yeah. Mm. But if they think it's stupid... But they're like, that's fine. That's your thing. Then but I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Care. Help me out here. <laughs> yeah, my like, brain. Stir the pot a little bit. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm running on fumes. Okay. Oh. Red, <laughs> red flag or deal breaker? They're your boss. Ooh. Okay. Megan's face is like, no. <laughs> my instinct was like, that's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it just, I remember you and Ariel talked about it, like dating coworkers, yeah. you know, a little bit. I know it's not allowed. It's not yeah. great. I think the boss thing is not allowed because you can yeah. date a coworker. That's okay. Yeah, I was like, that one's too easy. Yeah. So yeah. to make it spicy. I think it's a red flag. It's not a deal breaker. Okay. Yeah. Clearly okay. by my gut instinct. <laughs> <laughs> red flag or deal breaker? They don't have any friends. No friends. What? Oh, yeah. That happens. It's like an I love you man situation. Yeah. What do you worse. mean by no friends? Like no close guy... friends or? Yeah, like no close friends. Yeah, Paul Rudd still has all his female coworkers in yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's actually, brother. that's another one. Let's go with only has female friends. That is not. Only. That's really not ideal. I don't really like that. I would say it's, a, it's not a deal breaker yet, but it's just like a maroon flag. Yeah. Oh, maroon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the guy who has the all the pictures. Yeah, the it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, same guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what guy? <laughs> I was guy like, oh, the guy that up. we made up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, okay, nice. red flag or deal breaker. They only communicate in marketing lingo. Oh, gosh. All the time. Mm. And they, like, are really obsessed with marketing. So, like, so a they- more intense version of us on tonight's <laughs> episode. So, like, they were like, I'm really glad that... We're able to like circle back and like that we went on a date because you were my most qualified lead. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah. Can I of... sign you up for my automation and oh, get you on my calendar? Oh my god! Yeah, please subscribe to my channel. Subscribe here. I think it's funny. I am assuming that this person <laughs> would so not nice. be. It wouldn't be an ironic thing. 
Not yes. ironic. No. no. Mm, I would say it's a red flag. Wow. Okay. I want to get some deal breakers. I know. That are spicy, though. That's what yeah. I thought I was doing with the hating twinkle lights. I know. Maybe I'm, like, too... Maybe I'm too open. Maybe this is revealing something. <gasps> Red flag or deal breaker? They want you to oh quit interviewing people for your podcast. Oh, my God. Oh. But they're a great fit for you, otherwise. What is the rationale? They won't say. <laughs> oh, I like that. Scenario. Yeah, I love that. They said they won't say, but they feel they have good reasons. <laughs> that's the worst. No, that's a great scenario. I will say that's a deal breaker. Oh, yeah. okay. No, you hear that, everyone? Podcast <laughs> over. <She's> dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's more just like you won't tell me why. Yeah, that's weird. All right. What if yeah. they say that it makes them jealous hearing about your past? I would say don't listen because the last person mm. I dated just didn't listen to it. Yeah. Okay. And we were both very happy with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What if red flag or deal breaker on your first date, they bring up the podcast <laughs> right away and you haven't talked oh, to them about it, Honestly, but they've listened to nightmare. every episode. That is my nightmare is like, that someone Googles me and they're like, well, let's just dive they in. They listen to every episode. They're like, like they're a super on, fan. On your first date, they say something like, <laughs> "Yeah, so like for our next date, I was thinking like maybe we could go to like Puerto Vallarta because like obviously you and Nick had so much fun." Oh, there or something. oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so creepy, so funny. Again, I think I'm giving this too much credit because I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah, this but, person would be serious. But it would be like, like it's a hilarious with us joking creep. about it. Yeah. Would you feel like that in the moment, though? Oof. I think I would say deal breaker. There we go. Yes. We got one. Yeah, because right. that's like stalkerish. Yeah. I think on that note, our work here is done. Yeah, yeah you cracked me. It's only downhill from here. That's <laughs> yeah. like the peak. That's yes, the peak. That was the peak. So any super fans, maybe keep it on the DL if you yeah. have a yeah. super crush on Act Leslie. Cool. Yeah, be yeah, cool. Be cool. That's all we ask. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there <laughs> anything you guys would like to plug for anyone who might not remember where to find you from your individual episodes? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, will.ripto. You've probably noticed that I give great dating advice. Also give fantastic career advice. Yes. I'm a career coach. May have heard me slip it in. I work at Amazon as well. You know a thing or two about getting a great job in addition to a great wifey or hubby. Aww. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, you can find me at Meglad, M-E-G-L-A-D-D. Looks like one word mm-hmm. on Instagram. And while I don't give relationship advice <laughs> exclusively, it does end up being part of it. I yeah. do coaching for female entrepreneurs who want to take the pressure off, take the stress off and have more fun, more joy while growing their businesses. And we talk about all the things. So relationships are part of that, but really comes down to the heart of today's episode, which is trust your instincts, trust Mm -hmm. your intuition. And I teach you how to live from that place instead of fear. So pro tip for dating, trust that first initial instinct. It will not lead you astray. Love that. Love that. Clearly we have two experts. So highly recommend anyone who has enjoyed anything that they've had to offer (laughs) to seek them out. 
Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Let's be exclusive. Subscribe to Interstates and Heartbreak wherever you listen to podcasts for more firsthand stories about the unglamorous side of dating in Los Angeles. And while you're at it, you can write me a love letter with a rating and review on Apple. See you next Sunday.